This week we have a sponsor, and that sponsor is Emporium Arcade Bar. Who are they? Emporium's three Chicago land locations combine the best arcade games, craft beer, and live events. Check out EmporiumChicago.com slash CPC for a free drink or game tokens. That's CPC. Compose Loudness. This is Open Ended. A show about tech, culture, and a side effect. It's Cher, and I am really tired. I fucked up and had a nap mid-afternoon yesterday, and then went to sleep really late, and then woke up early. So I'm all messed up. And you look like your Bitmoji today. I do look like my Bitmoji today. <laughs> Who wore it better? Cher the Bitmoji. Probably the Bitmoji, actually, because the Bitmoji is hella cute. What about you, James? And I'm James, and I'm kind of like fighting off a little bit of winter sadness, uh, you got I, that winter time, winter time sadness. A little bit. So I, I love, I love the snow a lot. And when it came down yesterday, we're recording. What? What's today? Monday the fifth of December. Yeah. So it snowed on the fourth mm. on Jay Z's birthday. Wow. And I was feeling pretty good about it, but then today it was so dark for like a good chunk of the day. And I don't know. I was just really bummed out. You got like the sad. Good, yeah, it was really sad. Seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, no, it, it was really affecting me. Mm. Um, ah, uh, yeah, so like that time kind of feel. I'm just kind of just like kind of shaking it off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, um, you got some other sadness stuff, I guess, right? Going on a little <laughs> bit of um. Is it sad? I don't know. I mean, at this point, it's more like ugh, just be over with already. Oh my gosh. Um, I forgot if I mentioned it, but I'm moving. Yeah. I am I am officially moving. So we officially found a place in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. It's a beautiful apartment. It really is. It's a really gorgeous, gorgeous brownstone. But as of this day, it's about two, three weeks out mm-hmm. until we'll be leaving Chicago. Yep. I'm getting really sad. I'm getting like I'm actually getting annoyed. It's one of those things like <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like <laughs> It's not even sad anymore. Like I I think I had like this like okay, so we've been like going about We've been this talking about this since for like 3 months. For 3 months. And it's just like, "Oh my god, why haven't you left already?" It's one of those like feelings where like I just want to not talk about this anymore. I want to move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. The next phase of what this move is, which is you actually being there and like dealing with the logistics of you being there. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I mean, I I was very I was I was excited. I'm like, oh yeah, it's gonna be so great for you. And then like, like, oh fuck, I got like things invested in you. Shit. And then it was like inconvenient. And then it was like, but it's fine. It's cool. We'll work it out. And then it was like a denial thing. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, but maybe we can try to figure out. And then it was like bargaining. I went through all like the stages of like, you know, grief. And then I was like sad. I was sad for a while. Like sad for like mm, a couple weeks. And then then acceptance happened. Yeah. Now I'm past acceptance. Now I'm just going like, ugh, why has this happened already? Like, come on, dude, just move. Yeah. Now so, you're just like, why are you still, still here? here? Yeah. Like I've accepted that you're leaving me. Okay. Just go. Just leave already. Maybe I'm back angry. Maybe like that's I, what happened. Maybe I just jump back like four steps. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll text you when I like buy my first pair of Tim's. 
Wow. <laughs> Next okay. time I see you, I'm going to be wearing Tim's. Mm, Tim's to Chicago. They had Tim's in high school. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm just I, joking. Yeah, like 15 years ago, I was rocking the Tim's when uh, they were popping, when they had the pink ones and everybody saw the tags on the outside. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember uh, my first pair of Tim's were not Tim's. They were, in fact, fake Tim's. Oh, of course. So, <laughs> so this is junior high and like... I remember I had these boots. They looked just like Tim's mm-hmm. if he had pants long enough to cover up yep. where the logo was. Yep. So everybody'd be like, Oh yeah, yo Tim's dope. Yo, Tim's dope. And like, I know, I know. Mm. And you know, you just don't let anybody see that yeah. in fact there was just no logo there because they were like from Shoe Carnival. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had some fake Tim's as well, and then I finally got some real Tim's when I was, I think, fourteen. A cousin of mine bought them for me because my parents were like Fuck you! We're not buying one hundred twenty dollars Tim's and you like you know boots. You're gonna grow out of them. Fuck you for even asking us. Like that's essentially what it was. Like they didn't say the f word, but like that's what aggression. That's I what got. was implied. Oh, for sure. They're like, uh, no, you go get a job. You buy them yourself. <laughs> and that was the plan. And then my cousin bought it for me for Christmas, and I was very excited about it. What? Uh, so they were pink. They were pink. Oh uh, yeah. So you they, they weren't the ones I wanted, but it's fine. I, I won them every day. <laughs> I wanted the blue ones. Just because pink was like so pink and like you can't you can't be rocking pink every day. <laughs> I mean you can, but like you can't. I mean it's an aggressive color to rock every day. And I like mean, they got you, dirty hella quick. I mean, but we, we had Cameron though in the age of us Just being please. young. So pink was cool essentially at that time. Oh, period. absolutely, but it's still like, you know, you can't you can't rock pink every day, and like they were clearly my only boots that I had that year. Oh yeah! So like it was just like one of those like fuck. So I ended up like wearing like I had, like got some leather boots from Payless or something like that that I wore that I paid with my babysitting money um, to offset the fact that I had like these pink tims. So yeah, um, that was my story of my tims. <laughs> but going back to you, look, I saw that that professional swerve from your know, actual conversation at hand you're moving oh i mean that wasn't that wasn't a real swerve i was just really interested in your tim situation Uh yeah i mean i mean there's i mean there's just really i mean i've never lived anywhere outside of illinois yeah so So i have so i have no idea what to expect let's talk about that then (sighs) the thing is like what's really interesting is that when we first started the show i had just came back from new york living there and then I was supposed to be moving back and then with some family stuff I st- end up staying and now you're moving there oh I remember the old episodes where you're like oh yeah like we're going to New York soon yeah and it was like the countdown and now here we are yeah and now it's your countdown and it's interesting how we were like switching places because I had just came back when we had started it's like the Usher song wow trading places no that is trading okay. places that was a <laughs> rough oh, triple. My, <laughs> Your fault said I was my, troubling. My voice cracked. Yeah, it, I it, think I'm doing all this. Your trouble I'm, was troubling. I think I'm t- doing all this because I'm really nervous to talk about it. Yeah, but not, this is this is a safe space to talk about this stuff. I'm okay. no, I'm not even being, I'm not even being joking. Like, yeah. like, like this is the time to talk about this. Put it on tape. I mean, you can like, you know, think about like, you know, in a year from now when you're like living it up and being all, you know super you know successful out there that you like oh look at young james all nervous about him moving to new york and now look at me i'm like you know hanging out with you know people in champagne and you know flipping people off and flushing toilets without you know going on the toilet going to the bathroom not flushing like just not giving a shit the just being reckless. Think I am? <laughs> reckless would be great i mean 
I, I mean, off off tape, you called me a Midwestern farm boy, and Facts. that. <laughs> Facts. I stand and, by that statement, and I I can comfortably say that that is my identity. Mm-hmm. I'm a well-meaning, very I guess nice. You're earnest, uh, earnest, that's the thing. You're very yeah, earnest, and, yeah. and that, but that also shows in everything that you do, and that's why you're in the position you're in now because you were so earnest with your craft, and that's why people saw what you can do and that's why you were given Aww. this opportunity and not i mean it's you put in the work buddy like thank you you did like it's not an accident so so should i actually share like why i'm moving to new york i think or, it's or, known though oh, okay okay like, yeah yeah okay like, so you, never mind you made this announcement like a while ago but okay. like yeah but you no, we, you got a job a job at mtv and it's incredible we haven't <sighs> really talked about it so much like you haven't talked about so much of your stuff on this okay this show yeah but. okay so I'll, I'll, I'll go into it so now my day to day is going to be consistent of making a lot of their podcasts underneath the MTV Podcast Network, um, especially their uh, they have like a political social justice show called The Stakes, um, which is definitely like an all hands on deck uh, situation. You can tell too. Oh, thanks. Well, I'm no, so glad I mean, you listen. Well, yeah, I mean, but like, it seems like a, it's. It seems like a lot of minds are in that, and yeah, yeah. Like we just did an episode on Standing Rock. Yeah, I, I um, haven't listened to it yet, but I, I, I but I, it's on my queue. Yeah, it was so intense. Um, yeah, but it was just like beautiful to just see like what weeks and weeks of work, and then just like um, and just like a solid team can bring together just like personal stories that I haven't heard anywhere else, and I was just like so geeked about it. Um, my name is. Liz George, and I'm from Detroit, Michigan. So, Liz, um, it's our understanding that you were actually out there on the front lines when um, the police decided to to become much more aggressive and violent um, against the water protectors that were, I believe, clearing a roadblock at the time. Can you tell us a little bit about um, how, how the action that night started and where it wound up turning? So I can't fully speak to how it started from what I have heard. Um, there was a group that decided to that they wanted to clear that roadblock because there's two burnt vehicles there. Um, and then there's a police barricade, which is basically blocking residents from access to emergency services um, to get to anywhere they need to. They have to, like, reroute, and it takes a lot longer. So that was the purpose of that, um, as far as I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was down at the medic tent for something else and when the first group of people who were hit got started coming in. So my friend and I immediately went out there. I grabbed uh, my cameras and we went out there. So I was out there just shooting for the most part. Um, and when we got there, it was just chaos. Um, there was just, we like right off the bat, people being hosed down. There was... Um, tear gas canisters that were being thrown over to our side. They were throwing like these incendiary rounds, which were sparking fires, which people on our side were putting out, shooting people with rubber bullets. That was the first thing that like when, when they came down to medic, when I was down there, that was like the first casualties that started coming in where people hit with rubber bullets, people sprayed in the face. Um, I have images of the police macing people. Um, so that was like the whole night and we were there for like, I would think we were there from about 7 to about 4 in the morning. Uh, a lot of people just standing there and getting hosed down. There's a girl who's just standing there and dancing. 
and they were just spraying her down. Um, but yeah, that's going to be my day to day. And like what that means, like I'm, I'm moving and now I'm going to be like working out of their offices and doing stories out there. And I don't know, Cher, I'm just like, I'm scared a little bit. Like I'm, I'm, I'm scared mainly because like I, I haven't been this far away from all the people I love. Um, it, like my family, like my friends, like all, all, like a good chunk of my family are within like an hour um, away from where I'm seated right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I grew up around here. Yeah. And I moved here in Chicago. And now, in order to see them, it's like, it I'm has to be, plane. yeah, it has to be a planned situation. Yeah. Like there's no, oh yeah, like you got to cancel because there's something going on, you know, we'll see ya. And now it's like, I'm flying out here, probably have to rent a car, probably like it's a planned situation to do almost everything. Yeah. At least in Chicago. Yeah. And like Chicago made a lot of who I am and there's also like this weird guilt that I'm trying to like shove away that what, it's like, like imposter syndrome or something no no because I have I have beef about imposter syndrome um but like this idea that like it's such a trope I guess that everyone always moves away from Chicago to go to a coast. Hell yeah. And there's this like feeling in me right now that's like, oh shit, like you're another one, (laughs) you know, that is now going off to a coast and not sticking in your own city and like working at it. And apart and and, like there there's that that like I'm fighting with Literally, like, every day when I'm doing something new on my to-do list to towards, like, this move. Whether it's, like, all right, like, we cleaned out another room. And it's, like, all right, that's one step closer to you giving up on your city, James. Like, this is the conversations that go inside of my brain. Mm -hmm. And I know it's anxiety brain. I know it's, like, depression brain. I know it's all these things kind of coming at me. But it's, like... Like me being excited about something new is always getting hit with like, why are you doing this? Like you could, you should have just like, like you're a sellout. Like, you know, like it. it. Okay. Well, like, okay. The connotations and sellout. I don't know. I don't think. uh, Okay. For the record, I don't think you're a sellout, but, um, thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I, Chicago's fine, but Chicago's also a ma- uh, it's also a massive city. So like it's it's not like you are, you know, leaving the small little town. Like it's a massive fucking city, and they have other fucking people in the city creating shit. Like you don't need to have like the weight of the shoulders of the creative community on your shoulders. Oh, like, I, I know. So that. like so the idea that like because you are moving away, it's like oh my god, there's gonna be so many things gonna be gone without me. It's it's like yeah. putting a lot of added pressure on you. Yeah, and, it's like, and now and now like you're saying that, and now I'm thinking like oh my god, you're such a conceited asshole to a think bit. like to think like <laughs> yeah. Oh man, like 
it, everything's gonna suffer now and now it's like ah uh, now that's more now that's more yeah that's going on in my head right now it's like oh yeah so shit. like so now i'm just like a big mess right now yeah i mean i don't know um just i don't know i'm whenever i moved to chicago i like ghosted i was like yeah i'm gone <laughs> bye and just like didn't say anything because like um i knew that like my time wherever i was going to be was like temporary and i never like I mean, I've lived in six other places and they were all like very temporary situations. So for me to like, I know Chicago's always home base and I always knew like, I'll come back eventually, you know, and, and that's fine. I, I love the city and, you know, and I don't know what five years looks like if I'm going to be here in five years, if I am cool, if I'm not, whatever, it's not like the worst possible thing to happen, but also like i think in regards to like moving cities it's not necessarily moving the city but like i don't know that sounds corny but like moving your heart mm. like, what do you mean by that well like i mean your heart and your home like that is not you know tr- you know it it's not transient you know, if your heart is here, you know, your home is here. Like, Chicago's not going to not be your home anymore. That hurts to say. No, I said it's not going to not be your home anymore. Like, it's oh. always home. Oh. Like. Okay. okay. No, like, I mean, if you're, like, <laughs> home is where the heart is and all that, all that very corny, you know, bubblegum stuff is. And, like, you can have multiple homes. Like, that's okay. Chicago can be your home. New York can be your home. Like, it's. You know, you don't have to feel this pressure of like, okay, now that I live in New York, it's now everything to me. Like, that's really intense. And also, like, that's putting a lot of pressure on a city because... I'm also a very intense person that I wish I no was shits. not. No shit, You know, James. I'm just like, oh my God, my shoulders are tensed right now because I'm so intense. Like, Yeah, ah. no, but I mean, like... And this is something I had to go over too when I moved a lot and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do is putting all this pressure on an, an idea or a place and putting that idea and, you know, that conception of, a con- not a conception, but con- the concept of New York or the concept of LA or the concept of San Francisco or wherever else I lived in those concepts of those cities and the actual reality of those cities and having to separate them and not putting so much pressure on a specific thing. Like, I mean, with you moving, you're moving for a job. Hopefully you stay at this job for a long time. Hopefully you stay for three or five years and then, you know, it's, and then you move on to something else. But like, you know, it's not, necessarily the place that you were moving like it's you're not putting all your pressure and putting your baskets in the city you're putting it in a specific entity within the city and that's different mm-hmm. like when i moved like i moved mostly for school stuff and i put you know the pressure on the school not so much the city i was living in and they happen to be in places like new york or la or whatever and i think that is more practical and less emotional and i think when people make emotional trips and stuff like that that it's a whole nother thing and i think with you moving away it's you know a practical move it's not an emotional move i think i would be yeah. more i think i'd be way more 
worried about you moving away just because I have to get to New York. I have to live in that city. I have to be there. That's where all the things are happening. And it's like, well, are you sure? And it's just like, but you're moving because of something specifically is moving, moving you there. It's not something, it's not something that's within you that bring you there. It's something that took something exterior that's coming and take you. Yeah. So I think you'll be fine because of that, is your situation as opposed to like something far more psychological, which is you trying to like most people who move away for like a certain reasons because they're trying to run away from something. You're not running away from Chicago. Oh no, definitely not. So like, you know, I, there was a point, there was a move when I moved to New York where I was running away from Chicago. I was trying to get the fuck out of here. I felt like I could not get the things I needed to get done in the city anymore. And because of that mentality, I came here much quicker, came back much quicker than I thought I was. Cause I was running away from a lot of shit and ended up coming back within a year. So, you know, if, if I, if you were, moving to new york in that way i would be very worried and like like have to sit you down like okay let's have a conversation why are you doing this but Mm -hmm. that's not the case so i think with you moving to new york and you know being you know part of mtv it's gonna be great and i think that it's okay to be nervous about it but don't feel like you're leaving chicago you're just not gonna be living here anymore full-time and that's different. Like you're not leaving. Leaving is it's far more than physical. Yeah. It's far more than physical. Leaving a city is like Yeah. Cutting ties, yeah. burning an effigy, you know, whatever the fuck. Like you know, sitting on fire and walking away. That's leaving. You're not oh, leaving. Like waiting to exile yes. style. Yes. <laughs> You're oh, not leaving. Shit. You're not, no, not burning, not. The, you're not not burning the shit down. Like fuck the city, fuck you, motherfuckers. You guys suck. That's why your city sucks. And you're not oh like going off into the sunset. You're not doing that. I mean, like yeah. that's that was a point where I was when I left this when I left Chicago one point years ago. So, you know, I recognize that yeah. urge wanting to go, but that's not your situation. And I think that because that's not your situation, you're going to do great. You're gonna pro- you're gonna do fine, and I'm not worried about you at all. You're gonna do fantastic. Well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for that pep talk. Sure. <laughs> well, I'm sure in the weeks before moving, I'll just continue to give updates. Um, and then when when I'm out of Chicago, then we'll have to train this into like a different like a weekly phone call situation. So I'm actually really excited about that. Yeah, it'll be fun. Um. I'm interested logistically how it's going to work, but um, we'll make it work. Yeah, hopefully. um, Yeah, we'll make it work. We are. Hey, Cher. Hey. Do you know what time it is? It is open call time. It's open call time. Open call. It is open call time. So. It's been a minute since I've been called. It's been a while. Yeah, like a month at least. <laughs> yeah, well, we kind of had that break, you know, with the whole. Yeah. Yeah. But even before bullshit. then, I don't think we really had like an open call before then either. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of culture stuff. Like I've done, I've seen some stuff the last few weeks. All right. So, but before we jump into it, 
for people who have no idea what open call is open call is where we give a shout out to whatever it is we're feeling this week it could be an object it could be an idea it's honestly whatever the fuck we want so you seem to be bubbling about something mm-hmm. what do you want to give a shout out to um, I'm gonna be the you know the unteamed person to talk about this, but Moonlight people, Moonlight. I saw it like, gosh, I got a, I guess a month ago. Oh fuck, I saw it the Sunday before the election. <laughs> <laughs> different time, different time. <laughs> wow, that was a different time. That was a different chair right then. Um, different person. Um, whoo. Yeah, so I saw it the Sunday before election Tuesday, and my goodness, what a wonderful film. Um, I won't go too deep into it, because not just because of James C.'s sake, but because um, I think it's a show, uh, not a show, geez, it's a movie that everyone should take the time to go and see. Um, I'm very certain it's going to be nominated for a lot of awards. I really hope it wins Best Picture. I have a sneaky suspicion it won't because there's a movie called La La Land that's coming out in a couple of weeks. And I want to see that movie too, but I think that might be the one to win because um, it's a musical and also it's carefree and it's not real like Moonlight is <laughs> at all. It's a fantasy. And I think people want to see a fantasy and people want to like have something uplifting in the um to you know bang out 2016 and instead of like a real drama like moonlight but moonlight is a story broken up in three acts and it's a it's following one boy and when he's six when he's 16 and when he's 26 and it's it's a coming of age story um it's about this kid who lives in miami projects and just the people he meets the people he meets throughout his life and that changes and shapes him and um it's not just a beautifully written film but i think because a lot of the film is actually silence but it's gorgeous to look at they really um filmed just like the cinematography of the characters and it's almost an entirely black cast but um or at least it's all brown people all brown cast um you they look like how i look in real life <laughs> like oh that's how i look <laughs> i love when we when we have that yeah and it's it's rare you know you know because cameras are made for white people it's just no it's just it's yeah, true it's, true. it's been it's that way true. like i mean i remember looking at my grandparents' pictures and my grandmother she's a little darker than me and she looked black next to my grandfather who was very fair-skinned like he um could pass as a white man he could pass as a jewish white guy essentially because he had curly blonde hair with blue eyes but he was um part black but he would never know unless he opened his mouth he talked, like, he talked like a black guy, but um, he's both like a black man. He has a black jaw, but if you saw him walking down the street, just assume he's a black, a white Jewish guy. So, like seeing his picture next to my mo- my grandmother's face, and just how darker she looked con- contrasted with him is just. I mean, it's always been that way, and up until very recently, <laughs> you know, we started actually seeing our skins uh, illuminated the way they're supposed to be. So. That was really lovely to see that 
but um, also just oh my gosh um, I want to see it again just because like it gave me so much hope it gave me so much hope not just for like cinema but just the conversations that could be said about certain themes throughout the film and just being able to uh, have an open discussion about male sexuality, um, especially black male sexuality. So um, I was very excited about it. I was very um, hyped about it. I actually talked about it on a podcast, a friend of mine, uh, we chatted about it um, and it's, yeah, I can't talk about it enough. Uh, go see it. Go see it. It's still out in theaters and should be in theaters through the holidays. So just, you know, do it. I think it's everywhere now. I think it extended to more and more cities, which is, is really good for the film. Because I think they, I think they're in the black now as far as like profits goes, which is really wonderful. Cause that in the happen. black. Cause that yeah, in the black. So hey. Hey. So that doesn't happen often. So anyway, black excellence to, uh, and, and yeah black excellence in all of its forms <laughs> uh to moonlight so what about you james what's your call out this week to keep the black excellence going yes um i want to give a shout out to chewing gum yes from a go. recommendation from you yes so That's so good so good can we talk about how, like Michaela is the prettiest <laughs> human being. I am so here for oh Michaela. She's so gorgeous. Her skin is from the gods. She's just beautiful. Yeah. Ugh, so in love with yeah, her. Yeah, and she's yeah. Oof. Um, so yeah, back to show. Um <clears throat> it's like I didn't think I needed that much fun in my life to watch. Oh my god, that. it's so much fun to watch. And it's just so it's really, really fun. It's like it's joyous, it's campy, it's beautiful, it's loud, it's exciting. It's it's like it's it's what it's I needed. Smart. It's very very smart. Like ah oh man, it's exactly what I needed. And it's just like I can't really talk about it so much um without spoiling it, but just like I'm just going to assume that if you're listening to this, you you or a friend has a Netflix login. Mm-hmm. Just just take a week. Uh just take like a couple hours and burn through it. Yeah, like, it's it's really it's really it's really good. Six it's six episodes. It's from the BBC. It's not um it's um, from a uh, channel. I think you'll do a better job of explaining it. Yeah, yeah, me. it's a BBC not BBC show, but it's um from England. I think it's on Channel 4, which is kind of like their um hip channel where like young their like hip channel. Well, like I mean like show Shows like Skins was on was on uh, Channel Four, uh, uh, the well, like Betweeners. It's kind of like their ABC. No, is ABC hip? No, it's like it's kind of like their the N. Oh God, what? <laughs> or not the N? That's 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 probably too. That's probably too. Um, I mean, shout out to the N. I uh, man, I love Grassy. Ah oh, yes, but it's not that. It's not probably that um, that small. Um, I guess kind of like they're Fox, maybe. Okay. Yeah, maybe they're Fox. Regardless, um, it's a show about a twenty-four, twenty-four-year-old Nigerian British girl and her family and her friends and just her life and just trying to figure out shit. She, um, yeah, and it's it's so funny. It goes like she goes through like a whole. She goes through, she grows up so much in these six episodes. 
and it's uh, just her trying to figure out her sexuality as a black woman, and that's so wonderful and not seen. And on get TV. to see, yes, yeah, you don't get to see that. You don't get to see a black woman explore sexuality ever. You know, if she is, she's like you know, it's always behind closed doors. It's always you know, she's she's either like very you know matronly, or she's you know considered a pariah, or she's considered like a you know, a cursed woman or, you know, it's always in a very negative light. It's not something that's, you know, encouraged. Yeah. Black people like the fuck. Yeah. Or, you know, or it's like, you know, barbaric, you know, if they like the fuck. So like it's, you know, it's seen as inhuman. Right. And it's, it's wonderful to see a woman, a black woman and not a fair skinned black woman, either a dark skinned black woman, you Mm -hmm. know, in all of her glory, being able to, you know, own her sexuality and, embrace her you know curiosity and i just i love everything about it i think yeah. all the other characters are really funny and real life um but yeah it's uh it's fun i really enjoy it they live in the states which is kind of like their versions of projects so like they're they're out here and it's really fun and um I, it's it's a i can't talk about that show enough either i made this my own uh open call again. i'm sorry you know it's okay it's okay yeah but good choice james Thank thank you for validating me, Cher Absolutely, anytime Open-ended is Cher Vincent and James T. Green And we're a member of two proud networks The Chicago Podcast Co-op and Post Loudness A collective of independent audio shows hosted by people of color, women, and queer-identified hosts You can learn about Post Loudness at postloudness.com you can donate to us at openedit.fm slash donate for one-time donations or you become a member of Patreon starting at $1 a month at patreon.com slash open-ended. You can find us on Twitter at openendedfm or you can hit up our personal Twitters. I'm at underscore James T. Green. And I'm at Share Museums. And I don't know. Let us know what you think of the show. Tweet at us. But the number one way that you can tell people that this show is great is going to iTunes and leaving us a review. Leave us five stars and just tell people, like, you know, it could be a sentence. Like, we know you're listening to this somewhere, you know, pull over if you're listening to this in the car. If you're on the train, you know, pull out your phone. Just, you know, a sentence. Be like, yo, this show is great. Five stars. So we'll be back next week. Hopefully, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, no, we're back. We are back, fam. We are back. No, no we are back. <laughs> Don't say hopefully here, man. We are back. We back. We we just had to take a little break, we but did. I'm we're I'm glad here. to be back in the groove, and you know, we'll be back next week. Don't fret. But until then, keep things open ended. Post loudness. <laughs> <laughs>